Hey beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and of course growth. And I'm your host, if only well, Monica. I'm so happy to have you guys. If you are a new listener or a returning listener, I am so glad to have you guys. Welcome. I pray this episode will be a blessing to you and to the many, many, many people that I pray you share it to. So um, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't planning on recording today. I was planning on putting out an episode I'd recorded a while ago because I didn't want to. I, I I had been in a bit of a mood for the past few days because of something of disappointment that came my way recently. And I just, I wasn't in the mood to record. I wasn't in the mood. I didn't feel like recording. I didn't feel like encouraging. I didn't feel like saying something motivational on Instagram. I just didn't feel like it. And so I was planning not to record today. And I was discussing this with my mom. And she was just telling me like, of course she understood. My mom had been there. And my dad, I thank God for my parents as an amazing support system. They had been there throughout the whole thing. They were just, you know, comforting me and encouraging me and my siblings. And, you know, I thank God for the family I have. They are a, a huge support system, spiritually, emotionally, in all aspects. And so they were there and they completely understood. But my mom was telling me, like, if anyone, you in fact, the funny thing is when she was telling me this, she was actually helping me straighten my wig because uh, my wig needed straightening. So she was helping me straighten my wig and she was like, you know, I don't feel like straightening your wig right now. But I do it because I'm your mother and I love you and I don't want you to, go, you know, to be going out with a frizzy wig. <laughs> and she was saying, you may not feel like praising God right now. You're not in a good mood. The news you heard hurt you a lot. And yeah, you're not happy about it. You may not feel like praising God right now. You may not feel like serving God. You may not feel like living out the calling he has given you. You may not feel like encouraging others. You may not feel like posting on social media right now. You may not feel like recording an episode because you're not in the best place right now. You may not feel like it. But she was like, you know something that you know the Holy Spirit revealed to her? She said, Jesus didn't feel like dying on the cross of Calvary the way he did. Of course, Jesus wanted us to be saved from our sins, but he didn't feel like going through... Back then, that was one of the most humiliating and painful deaths a person could go through. He didn't feel like undergoing that kind of pain for people who didn't even like him, who hated him. But he still did it. Jesus literally said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. And then immediately he was like, nevertheless, let your will be done. At the end of the day, let your will be done. And I know that God's will for me is to pick up this mic and speak whether I feel it or not. Because regardless of how I feel, God's word is the same. Regardless of how I feel, God is still God. God is still powerful. God's word is still true. You don't, I've said this before, you don't have to believe God's word. It's still true. It does not matter. Whatever happens to you in your life, God is still God. Whether you are on top of the moon or whether you are in the worst place right now, God is still God. He's still the most powerful being. He is still your creator. And then my mom went on to say like, are you a seasonal worshiper? Do you worship God when it is most comfortable for you? Do you worship God when you are happy, when things in your life are going well, when there's peace? And then abandon your worship, abandon your service to God in the storm. Because if that's you, then you are a seasonal worshiper. You're only worshipping God for the things he's given you, for the joy he gives you. But you don't worship him when it's hardest to. And the thing is, it's in those hardest times that you need God the most. It's in those hardest times that you need to pray more, you need to seek him more, you need to praise him more, because that's what's going to uplift your spirit. 
in this time of disappointment or frustration, in the hard times, you could either move closer to God or move further away from God. And I want you guys to ask yourself that question. Are you a seasonal worshipper? You only worship God when things are good. When struggle comes, when the hurdles come, when the mountains come, do you abandon your faith? Do you abandon that trust that you claim to have? Are you with God for what he can give you or just for him being God? And that is is such a huge question to ask yourself as a Christian. Are you a Christian because you want all the good things of life? Or are are you a Christian because you want to serve your creator? Because you love God? Your life may not be perfect, but you serve a perfect God. And if you read it like Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When you wait on God, he will renew your strength. Right now, I'm not the strongest right now. I do not feel as jolly as I usually do. And you know, I was thinking like, if I don't record now, am I trying to say that Christians are always happy? You're always upbeat. You're always overjoyed. Your faith is always on 100%. Maybe not. And so it's good that you guys see this side as well. And getting out of it, what's so important is how we can move past this. And allow this opportunity, use this opportunity to get closer to God and not further away. Use this to build our trust in God. And to see his purpose in this. There is no disappointment that does not come with a purpose. There is a reason for this season. Even if you do not understand it. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> there is a greater purpose. But this purpose, we may not understand it because our line of sight is so limited. I literally don't know what's going to happen for sure in the next five minutes. God does. God knows where this moment, where this situation is going to lead you in seven years. This thing that happened to me that seemed like a huge delay, it could be something that will propel me in the future. There could be something God wants me to grab from this season, to develop from this season, to learn and grow from this season. And a great way, one of the best ways to move past disappointments is to learn how to align your will with God's will. You will not feel disappointed if everything that you want in life is what God wants for you in life. But once God's will comes in and messes up your will, that's when disappointment comes in. That's when frustration comes in. I had, like, I posted something recently on my Instagram about frustration, where I said that frustration happens when we try to use human power or human knowledge to do what only God's power or God's wisdom can do. And at that time, I was frustrated. And typically, when I'm on Instagram or I'm um, recording, I want to only bring out good vibes. I want you guys to feel encouraged. I want you to feel inspired. I want you to feel good. I don't want you to leave my podcast feeling, oh, that was such a bummer. Like, I want you to feel good. And that's why I always try and make sure I'm on my game when I'm recording. But I'm a human being and I have human feelings. And I go through very human things. And I go through disappointment. I'm in one right now. But I thank God because he's bringing me out of it. Let me be honest with you, I don't understand right now. And I'm still disappointed. But I'm learning to look past my will, what I want, what I thought my future would look like. And start to focus on, okay, God, what do you want for me? What have you planned for me? Because what I've planned for myself is clearly not working. (laughs) It's clearly not working. And God is never going to force his power on your life. You need to let go and submit to his will. Even if you don't understand it. 
that's so hard. Letting go of your own life is so hard because as human beings, we are naturally, we naturally want to be in control. We naturally want to be in control of our lives. We want to choose when we wake up. We want to choose what school we go to. We want to choose the course we do. We want to choose what job we get. We want to choose our pay. We want to choose our partners. We want to choose. We want to be in control. But that's not what it means to be a Christian. That's not what it means to be a follower, a full follower of God. When your life is dedicated to following God and to submitting to his will and trusting when it's hard. It's so easy to have faith and say, I trust God when everything's hunky-dory. But when things are not so great, how is your faith then? That's the true test of faith. Not when things are good. It's so easy to say, I love God when things are good. Of course you love God. Everything is working out in your favor. And everything will continue to work in your favor in Jesus' name. But when things don't work out, when life comes like a bulldozer, how is your faith then? In that season of life, how is your faith then? Are you seeking God then when it's hardest, even if you don't feel like it? We cannot live based on how we feel because our feelings are so fickle. Our feelings are constantly fluctuating. Our feelings should not determine whether we serve God or not. And I've even mentioned this before, like fear. Fear is a feeling. But faith is something you choose to do. So I will choose, I'm going to act in faith, even though I'm scared. I'm not going to act on that feeling. So I may not feel like reading the Bible, but I'm not going to act on a feeling. I'm going to act on my faith. I'm going to read the word of God and listen to what he has for me in his word, whether I feel like it or not. Because there is a message for me there that will give me hope. There's a message for me in his word that will give me comfort. That would give me peace. And I will miss out on that if I act on my feeling. My feeling of disappointment. My feeling of sadness. My feeling of doubt. If I act on those things, I will only get further into that dark pit. I will only reach further and dig further into that mood. Into that sadness. And God forbid, something leads to depression. And we really need to learn this because there are going to be trials. But I thank God for the fact that we serve a living God who will get us through, who will give us the tools to overcome. Jesus said, the Lord said, he has already overcome the world. We will face trials in this world, but then God, he has overcome the world. Right now, you may be feeling like, why? Like, you want to question God. And that's one thing I've had to learn. Don't question God. You have no right to question him. You don't own your life. He has the right to do what he needs to do in your life to get you to where you need to go. That's where trust comes in. Trust God when you can't trace him. Trust God when you can't understand him. Trust his will. Trust his purpose. Because you won't understand. If you read like, okay, Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. The way God thinks is not the way we think. What we plan as the best plan may actually be the worst plan for us because God's plan for our lives is so much bigger than what we could even think of. Ephesians 3.20, where it says he can do immeasurably more than we can think or ask. Our capacity, our mind doesn't even have the capacity to think of what God has for us. In whatever situation you are in right now, and you feel like, I can't go to God right now. I don't feel like going to God right now. I don't want to go to God right now. You're not doing yourself a favor. You're doing yourself a huge disservice. What you can do is go into your quiet space and literally pour your heart out to God. Be vulnerable. The thing is, God already knows what's in your heart. He's just waiting for you to vocalize it. 
open your heart to God and he will fill it with peace. Cast all of your anxieties on him for he cares for you. God cares about you. God loves you. God loves me. I know he does. My dad was reminding me of this thing, like the day that it happened and I was in tears. <laughs> My dad reminded me, like, if anyone don't, don't forget, God loves you. Because sometimes you doubt and you're like, okay, I know you love me. I've read it. I've understood it. I felt your love all my life. And you're like, but why? Like, that's what you want to ask. But why? But it's because he loves you that he's taking you through certain stages in life. It's because he loves you that he's molding you as a person. He's strengthening you as a person. He's building you to be a soldier. Because he knows that that enemy, that devil is coming for you. And he's like, I don't want you to, you can't break down my daughter. You cannot break down my son. I am building them up so they can fight against your schemes. And I refuse to allow them to fall. My God will never let me fall. I may stumble, which is normal. I mean, there is sin. The devil is around. I may stumble, but my God will not let me fall. I read, like, I literally just read that first Peter 5, 7. But in 8, it literally says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil wants to go for your mental health. He wants to go for your peace. He wants to go for your joy. Anything good in your life, he wants to attack it. And God is saying no. Do not allow the devil to have access to your peace, your mind, your hope, your faith, your trust. Because it's this time, I remember when I was going through something a few years ago. And my dad was saying that... It's in your times when you're emotionally weak and spiritually weak that the devil's going to try and come for you. And you can't allow that to happen because you're most vulnerable then. Your most vulnerable time is the time you need to draw closer to God the most because that's the time the devil really wants to come for you. And he really wants to push you further into that mood. It's for you to say, no, that's not what God's word says. He said he's going to renew my strength. He said, I will mount up with the wings as an eagle that I will run and I'm not going to be weary. He said that he has me. And I'm going to believe that because that's the truth. I'm not going to believe in anything else because that's a lie. Anything that's not in God's word is a lie. And so all of that frustration, that disappointment, that sadness, I'm going to pour it out to my father and release it, cast my anxiety onto him and refresh my soul. That's what I'm going to embrace right now. That sadness I feel, that disappointment I feel, that frustration, I'm not saying you should discount it. I'm not saying you should ignore it. I'm not saying those feelings aren't real. Of course they are real. But you cannot live your life based on those feelings. Focus your life on those feelings because they will expand and they will consume you. And God forbid that such things, such darkness will ever consume you. It's so much harder to leave it. It's so much harder to move out of it. And so although I may not be on my game right now, I may not be feeling the best. I may not feel... <laughs> like coming here and like being encouraging but I'm going to speak the truth I'm going to say the things that God has put in my mouth in my heart to say in my mind to say and you know the funniest thing is immediately I picked up my mic I felt better immediately I started talking I felt better because I'm doing what God wants me to do I am living in this purpose for my life I'm not going to lack in this passion 
I'm not going to lack in this zeal. Romans 12, 11 to 12. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Be joyful in hope. Be patient in this time of disappointment, this time of frustration, this time you don't feel like seeking God. Still be faithful in your prayer. You need him more than ever right now. This is not the time to falter in your faith. It's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. Like, I know. I did not feel like praying yesterday. I did not feel like reading my Bible yesterday. I did not feel like reaching out to God. But it was only when I did those things that I felt better, that I felt comforted, that I felt at peace, that I was able to remind myself of the love God actually had for me. I was able to remind myself of the wonderful father I have. I was able to remind myself that this time is going to pass. I am going to smile. I am going to be overjoyed. I am going to get past this and find his peace. It may not be easy right now, but I'm going to get there. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to fail. I will not fail at this task, at this test. I will overcome it. Jesus did not promise us a cushy life. Our God did not promise us a cushy life, but he promised that every step of the way, he will be there with you. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He'll be there with us. He's still there. And so I encourage you, if any of you are out there and you're really struggling in this season of your life, I encourage you to take some time to just seek God. I'm not saying wait until you're feeling good before you seek God. No, as in right now, once you're done listening to this episode, take some time away in your quiet time, read his word, pray, listen to what he has for you, worship him, praise him, even if you do not feel like it. Keep doing it, keep going. It may not be a one day thing. You may not pray today and feel better tomorrow, but keep going. The devil wants you to stay down, refuse to stay down. The devil wants you to give up. It's up to you to refuse to give up. As the trials come, keep going. That's actually a tip for you guys as well. It's awesome when you have a really good Christian community around you because sometimes you need to remind yourself of the things you already knew. Because in those hard seasons, you can forget the most basic things. Some of these things that I speak on the podcast, these are things that I've lived through, that God has taught me, that God has spoken to me through other people. But sometimes when I'm in a situation, I don't, I don't remember those things. I don't think of those things. I needed my mom, I needed my dad, I needed my sisters, my brothers, my grandmother, some of my friends. I needed God to remind me of these things. A strong Christian community is so important because you cannot do this walk alone. You think you can. Oh, it's just me and my God. No, bro, sis, you need a community. You need people. Jesus was Jesus. He still had 12 disciples. I mean, Jesus, the savior of our world, the savior of our lives, still had 12 disciples. He still had a community. You cannot do this work alone. You cannot do this Christian walk alone. Surround yourself with people who will encourage you, who will remind you of God's word and God's promises for your life when you don't feel it, when you don't believe it yourself, when you don't feel like it, they will push you. And that's what you can be for someone else as well. And that's why it's so important. God has placed you in, in an environment with people because he expects you to be a blessing and for them to be a blessing to you, for you to pour into other people and for them to pour into you. So embrace that. Embrace your community. Appreciate the people in your life. And so guys, I pray today's episode is a huge blessing for you. It's honestly, even just talking about it has been a blessing for me. So, you know, all great to God. I'm thankful. Thank you, Jesus, that um, I'm in a better place. I'm in a much better place 
I'm so grateful. Like I've been seeing that the listeners on each episode, they've been increasing and all glory to God. Honestly, all, all glory to God. Because sometimes I'm like, you know, God, is this really making an impact? Or am I just like, what am I actually doing on here? But I'm so, so grateful. And I really want this to be a community, Limitless, where we can grow together in Christ. I want this podcast to be a blessing to every single person that listens to it. I mean, even if it doesn't help every single person, at least the people God has sent this episode to, I pray is a blessing to them and a blessing to you and everyone you share it with. It's not easy, guys. It's not easy, but just know, like, as young people in Christ, we're going through this together. We are learning together. We are making mistakes (laughs) and learning from those mistakes together. If any of you guys that follow me on Instagram, expect the content to keep coming. Podcast, expect the content to keep coming. So that even when I don't feel like it, I'm still going to post because I want to do what God wants me to do. Not what the devil wants me to do, that's for sure. Or not what my flesh wants me to do. I want to do what God wants me to do. So I'm going to keep going. And that's the reason why my next few episodes, they are going to be, you know, pre-recorded. Well, all my episodes are pre-recorded, but as in... I recorded these episodes a while back because of like schoolwork. I don't want anything to stop my consistency on here. This is a passion, but it's also something I know God wants me to take seriously. And so I really want to stay consistent with it. And so, yeah, the content will keep flowing Instagram and on here. You guys connect. If you want to have a conversation, I am so open to conversation. I really appreciate every single one of you. God bless you for being so supportive, so encouraging. God bless you all. Don't forget to leave a review, leave a rating, leave a comment. And I will be with you guys next week for our next topic. And I do pray that by that week, we will all be doing so, 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 so much better. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. So I'll see you next week. Bye.